This week's parsha says, "Vayikru imi Yisrael lomus, vayikru l'vnel Yosef, v'emilu emno matzosichem be'necha simnochi yadcha tachas yirechi v'yasisi imdi chesed ve'emes al nasi kvreim mitzrayim." That Yaakov knew he was going to die, um, and he called Yosef, and he made him promise that he would not bury him in Mitzrayim, and he calls it v'yasisi imdi chesed ve'emes. You should do with me this kindness and truth. Now, or which is a literal translation, literal types of chesed ve'emes. So a lot of ink has been spilled over this phrase chesed ve'emes and what it means. Most famous is Rashi, which we will get to in a question I have on that. But um, first we can start with, um Rafael Hirsch has an interesting shot where he says chesed, ve- chesed ve'emes means a chesed that's done um, entirely properly with the right motivation and with the right ends and with the right goals in mind. And he gives, interestingly, the example of Avram marrying off Yitzchak. And Avram married off Yitzchak, and he could have said, I just want to find a shidduch for my son. But no, he wanted to find the best shidduch for his son from the right mishpacha. And so that was, so, so that's an example, Rav Hirsch says, of chesed ve'emes. I say this is interesting that he gives this example because actually the first time the phrase chesed ve'emes comes up in the Torah, I believe, is when Eliezer is talking to the family of Rivka in, in that parsha, and he says, um, let me know if you will do this chesed ve'emes and let me take Rivka to marry Yitzchak. Um, so again, that phrase chesed ve'emes applying over there, Rav Hirsch says, because it's being done with the right intentions, with the right purpose in mind. And Rav Hirsch says the same thing was going on here, where Yaakov said, I know, Yosef, you can bury me with full honors. You have all the pull in the world in Mitzrayim, and you can get all the proper covet given from me. I want you to go out of that comfort zone and bury me in Eretz Canaan rather than here in Mitzrayim. Rav Hirsch has a whole shot that this was a little bit of Musser because the Bnei Yisrael were getting a little too... Com- part, part of this was Musser that the Bnei Yisrael were getting too comfortable in Gaishan and Yaakov was like, I don't even want to be buried here temporarily. Um, but the point that Rav Hirsch is saying is called Chesed Ve'emes because it wasn't just about the basic, uh, you know, oh, bury somebody properly, but go that extra mile, do this mitzvah to its fullest extent, as properly as could be, bury Yaakov in Eretz Knan. The Chassam Seifer has a similar pshat where he says, Chesed Ve'emes means it's being done L'Shem Shemayim, L'Shem Hashem, he says. Um, and what that meant here was that Yaakov was, was asking Yosef to do this mitzvah for the reason of um, just doing it properly. Um, and then there was a change, and 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 some Sefer says he sees this change because immediately after Yosef agrees to do this, Yaakov says, "Promise me." He shavali. Why is it all of a sudden he's asking him to promise him? Then why why did he have to say that? And of her says because if we look, it says what Yosef said was I will do like you said. And the the Medr says that what he was saying actually was not just that I'm going to bury you Yaakov in Eretz Canaan like you're asking, but also I'm going to do the same thing for myself. I'm going to tell the Bnei Yisrael that you are going to get out of Mitzrayim, Agal's Mitzrayim eventually. And when you do, I want you that I want you to bury me as well. Not don't leave me permanently interred here in Mitzrayim, but take me with you for proper kvura in Eretz Yisrael, in, in Eretz Canaan. Um, and so what Yaakov all of a sudden saw was that Yosef was not doing this L'Shem Shemayim anymore. And so he was worried by losing the schus of doing the mitzvah L'Shem Shemayim, but rather because Yosef thought that I'm, I want to do the same thing. Um, he was thinking that 
he's going to lose that schus, and then they wouldn't be able to come the overcome the resistance of Pare and the Mitzrim because there was going to be resistance to that. They knew that Pare and the Mitzrim were not going to want to have Yaakov leave Mitzrayim even after he died. Um, and so to overcome that, he thought if he was doing it out Slashem Shemaim, the schus of that alone would have been enough. But now that he didn't have that, he made Yosef swear. The Ramban says that by swearing, he created a legal obligation that Pari would have a harder a harder time overcoming because he had the shvua that Yosef had, ta had taken. Now the pirate would have a harder time stopping them from taking um, Yaakov to bury him in um, Eretz Canaan. Interestingly, if we go back to what I said last week, we don't see anything explicit in the Pusik here where Yosef says, I'm going to have this done for myself as well. But if we look at the time in America, the trap, um, it's interesting because it says it's anoichi esek varecha, but there's a separation between the anoichi and the esek. It's not a mercha tipcha seif basuk anoichi esek varecha, but rather it's a tipcha, which denotes a pause after that. It's a mafsik and then a mercha seif pasuk. So it's anoichi esek varecha. That little pause is saying not just I will do as you said, but I too will do as you said. That little pause connotes the extra. Now, let's turn to Rashi's famous pshat, right? What does Rashi say? Why is this called chesed shal emes? Rashi says, chesed shal isim im hamesim, the kindness, the chesed that we do with mesim, who chesed shal emes? This is chesed shal emes, she'enay mitzapet l'slashlam gemul, because you are not anticipating payment for that. Two problems with this. First of all, we have an explicit payment that we list for for Kfuris Mace in Baba Kama, Chav it says, if you are Kaiver a Mace, you'll be Zeichet to Kfur yourself. If you give Hesped for Mace, you're going to be Zeichet to the same treatment. Any Chesed you do for a Mace, you're going to be Zeichet to have that same thing done for you as a reward. So there is a reward that you know about. And kind of Yosef says that because he says, I'm going to bury you because now I'm going to get the same treatment. I'm also going to get brought to Eretz Canaan for, for, for permanent burial. Um, second, I always wondered about this, is that why is this chesed, really, this is the chesed of all the chesedim we have. This is the one where we're not thinking about how we're going to get a reward for it. When you do tzedakah, when most people do tzedakah, they're not thinking in transactional terms. I and mean, we even have a concept of matam b'seser, but most of the time when people are doing chesed, they're not thinking, I'm doing this so that I can get something back in return. So what's going on here? So I heard a wonderful shot from Avaran Pesson that people don't like to think about their own mortality. They don't like to anticipate their own date of death, their own death. And so even though we know we have this reward that, oh, I'm going to do this chesed and then one day it will be done for me. We're not thinking of that when we do that because we don't like to think about our own death. So when Rashi says, you're not you're not anticipating when you're doing this chesed, you're not doing it because you're thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to get this myself. I don't want to think about getting this myself. This is not something I want to think about for me. I don't want to think about my own burial. I don't want to think about my own hespedim, all that stuff. Um, you know, most people don't like to consider what's going to happen. Ask insurance salesmen. It's hard to sell life insurance sometimes because people don't like to think about that scenario. Um, and so, therefore, that's what we call chesed shel emes because no one's thinking about that 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 ultimate reward you will get when you do this chesed. 